I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Grant and Danny on the fan. Beltway Blitz in one hour. Five o'clock, Brian McClellan, GM of the Capitals. And at that time, two hours from right now at five, we're giving away a four-pack of Caps tickets to one of their upcoming games. In fact, we'll be giving away tickets to that game all week long. you got to be listening to G&D at four o'clock for the rest of the week after today ahead of our Beltway Blitz. Looking forward to giving those tickets away when McClellan joins us coming up at five. Did you watch the Chris Rock live event on Netflix on Saturday night? I have not yet. So I got home too late Saturday. I was doing stand-up myself um, in beautiful Colonial Beach, Virginia. But I haven't seen it yet. It's in the queue, though. It it got a lot of fanfare. It kind of came out of nowhere, and then there was this flood of promotion. I saw stuff about it everywhere, all over the place, everything from social media to Netflix itself and uh, you know online advertisements and the like. I can't wait to. I think it was unprecedented. It's a great idea, and I hope they do more of this. Me too. They aired his set live. I didn't realize until watching it that it was in Baltimore at the Hippodrome mm-hmm. Theater. Um, could have been anywhere in the country. It was just kind of neat to see that he's right up the road, up 95 in Baltimore, Maryland, where the Ravens can't quite figure out what's going on with Lamar Jackson yet. No, they have not figured it. But it was good. I liked it. I am a Chris Rock guy. I enjoyed it. We all came to hear him yelling about Will Smith. That happens for the final five minutes of an hour-long set. And I kind of, in hindsight, love that he did it that way. To me, that was the dream scenario, uh, was he would just open up. Because you know what would happen, right? Go ham on Will Smith. You know, but it it didn't work out. I'm kind of sitting there thinking, well, he's, I guess he's not going to talk about this. He's not going to face this head-on. And eventually, he just comes crashing down with an elbow right into Will Smith's larynx for the last few minutes of the show. So I liked that, how he handled it. Um, it was overall good. But I can say my big takeaway was, I didn't think it was amazing, and the fact that it was live ended up being the coolest part, I think, and I want to see more of that. I want to see that there was an energy to it, you know, the fact that it wasn't edited, we weren't cutting from one great joke in one set to another mm-hmm. where you're wearing the same outfit. He even screwed up a punchline of one of his jokes because it's live, man. There's no putting the toothpaste back in the tube. I actually love that, by the way, to, to show too. the wrinkles too as well. It yeah. kind of felt like I was at a comedy club. I just happened to be sitting on my couch. 
but you don't see that. Like, I, I don't know about you. I'm not a music guy, really, but I've never watched a live concert on TV, but I'd imagine it's the same kind of feel. It was like he was performing for me if I was in the crowd, but mm -hmm. I'm just sitting at home. So it was kind of neat. And Dave Chappelle still pummels him. Uh, those two guys are kind of linked as some of the best to ever do it, I think. And Chappelle, who kind of is the Netflix draw at this point, I think he just did his last maybe set for them. But that was my other takeaway was he's not on that level. Dave Chappelle's just better. That's just my own take. No, it, it's that's right now. I don't think that's a crazy one. I think a lot of people you would look at the history of it. Some of the specials of Chris Rock are in that pantheon. I mean, like bigger and blacker, bring the pain, all time. You know, anybody's top ten list, right? Those kind of I mean, those specials were just untouchable, so great. So maybe you know, if you're looking at longevity of it, but Chappelle's been so prodigious lately, right? He took that huge time off post Chappelle show, and that show, by the way, was groundbreaking and incredible game-changing type stuff so it's interesting I mean, it's, it's either the beholder stuff too it just depends on the style that you like but i think my style is a little is more Chappelle? Uh, yes yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that but it's like good yeah. writing smart funny but it's it's understated yeah i don't need you screaming and running around the stage mm -hmm. like i'm gonna rely i'm gonna stand here and rely on my what i'm saying being funny and how i wrote this joke being great and there's a little bit more of this like visual energy and like a volume and a, mm -hmm. a delivery, mm -hmm. you know, to Chris oh, totally. Rock that yeah. like Dave Chappelle doesn't need. Well, but Chris Rock's even talked about this. In fact, it was in conjunction with um, Ricky Gervais finally doing a special for HBO years ago uh, out of England, which by the way is also Pantheon, just incredible start to finish. It's outstanding. And he was talking about the respect that he had for Gervais because he's like, if you notice, if you watch me, this is um, uh, Chris Rock talking. I don't really do silence. I don't really let stuff sit there. He goes, Ricky Gervais is so confident. He'll drop a joke, and he knows in his heart that it's great, and he'll wait for you. He'll wait as long as he has to for the audience to go, oh, my God, I just figured it out. Chris Rock's like, I can't do that. I fill, I fill the void. I repeat myself. That I'm loud. Sense. I'm bombastic. Now, again, this isn't to take shots at Chris Rock. One of the all-time well, greats in the, in the history of, of the medium. Maybe the top five ever. Yeah, but, you know, it, it, but it's, it's that – the the guys that do it can can identify certain elements and others that to go man I wish I could be like that I wish I could do that I don't want to give you homework but if you can watch it tonight I'd be psyched I'm gonna hop on it because I'd love to go uh, back to the well tomorrow and actually discuss it in more detail with you but uh, let's talk defenders and commanders and how the two relate here in DC so where to begin here uh, I don't know if the XFL is going to be around in 20 years okay or in five, or in two for that matter. This is the third attempt for the XFL. Once in a much different, uh, worse idea of a way, I would say, under Vince McMahon, WWE-themed uh, 20 years ago. Then you had the 2020 version that was picking up steam in some cities. They, they were selling tens of thousands of tickets in a couple of venues around the country before COVID shut it down like it shut everything, and every restaurant, and every bar down. Mm -hmm. And now we're back with 3.0, so to speak, in the XFL, and the second run of the D.C. Defenders. I got to call the play-by-play -play last time. It was the most fun I've ever had broadcasting, unequivocally. And so I will admit that there is some bias for me in this, in that not only did I have a blast doing it, and I loved it, it would be cool to do it again sometime. I want this to work, okay? I'm very uh, open to that bias. I also have a blast at these games. I also watched them on TV and have enjoyed them. Although I will admit, Danny, it does not quite translate as well as I would like it to. I was at the game on Sunday. I had a great time. I went home and said, let me just see what this looked like at home. 
and it's night and day, kind of, to, to be completely honest, mm-hmm. with the quality of the broadcast and and seeing the football, you know, translate on screen. But that said, would you agree with me when I say that regardless of what happens and if this works nationally for the XFL, this city seems to like this team, yes, the defenders. Is that fair? It's it's beyond fair. It's correct. So now I'm I'm fascinated with spring leagues in general. I whether I, no dog in the fight. XFL, USFL, new FL, I don't care. I'm I'm just interested. I I, I want to see what happens. How, what what does it take for these things to take root and become, you know, not just things that are filling empty arenas in the summertime like the Arena Football League ended up becoming, but can these things honestly be sustainable, right? I'm curious about that. I'm interested. So attendance numbers are up and down. There are a few markets where it's great. DC's one where it's very solid to plus. Television numbers are another animal, and 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 they're in. So nationally, I don't know if if the league has taken hold. Separate conversation. Here, it's a thing. You want it? You, you can you can say that people aren't watching the Vipers and the Battle Hawks or the Dragons or whomever else. Here in this town, when that team plays here, people are in. And that was the case from day one in 2020. I think that's what's kind of incredible to me. If you go back to their first ever game, week one of 2020, they drew over 17,000 fans at Audi Field. Uh-huh. They drew 17,000, 15,000, and 16,000 and change, right? I'm just rounding yeah, yeah. the numbers. But over 17, over 15, and over 16 in the three games. And they were really, really cold weather days in 2020. This year, they've had two home games. The first they drew about 12,500. And that was on a Sunday night at 8 p.m. Holiday weekend. On a holiday weekend. Mm -hmm. This past weekend, yesterday, they drew over 16,000. So in six games now, or excuse me, five games now at home, they have been well over 15,000 in all but one, and they've had 16,000 plus three out of the five times. It's not just about the numbers. There's also an energy. There's also a legitimate pizzazz and an electricity at that stadium. A, people buy merch. They have Defenders gear. Danny, I don't know how or, or where or when this happened, but everywhere you look, there's a hoodie, there's a jacket, there's a T-shirt, there's a jersey, there's a hat. Like, you would think if you're just going to have a beer and, and you know, chant about lemons or something and watch a football team where you don't know many of the players, you're probably not going to buy gear. Most people have gear. There is uh, a... I don't know if culture is the right word, but there, there is like a community there. It's a party atmosphere. Where, where they have like they have things that are specific to the defenders that we don't even have yet for the commanders, to be honest. Like you go to a commander's game. What do you see? What happens? What are the nuances? What makes it a commander's game? You see what I'm saying? Of course. There aren't many of those yet. Maybe even none of those. They have this beer snake thing that they just do, that they fought with Audi Field over and won. They now have this lemon thing where everyone threw lemons in a game. So they're all chanting about lemons, and they're not allowed to have lemons in their vodka anymore. Uh, and this all happened naturally. But th- there's almost a um, – I don't have a better word, so I'll use it. There's like a culture that has been yeah. created now that is ahead of the defend uh, the commanders. Yes. For this thing with 16,000 to 17,000, 18,000 people. Yeah, the commanders technically are going to have more people in their stadium for their for the weekly Obviously. games in the fall. That, but and that's that's not what we're talking the about. The fan here. base size scope is different. I'm not comparing. And and and, and I'm, I'm what accusing you of doing so. The point is the people that are in charge of like 
you know, the fancy made up consulting words of like branding and market equity and all these other kinds of different terms that the consultants use for engagement are sitting there drooling at what the defenders have. What you're talking about, the energy in the stadium, the buy-in, right? There's a degree of buy-in that has happened from these fans that are going to games, watching them, consuming it. Of course, everybody has the T-shirt. Of course, everybody is beer snaking. Of course, everybody is chanting and into it. That kind of brand loyalty, quite simply, does not exist with the Washington Commanders. It doesn't. And I understand that because no one wanted the Commanders. If that makes sense. Right. This was not additive out of nowhere. So you didn't go from nothing to something, a la no spring football to the defenders. You went from something you really liked and wanted to something that you didn't ask for and were forced Mm -hmm. to accept. So, again, I understand how we got here. I guess it's really a two-parter for me. One, I am just amazed by what this thing has become this quickly where there are actual fans who look forward to this team being at home, and it is really, really developing into a cool place to be. That's number one. Uh Number two, I think there is a direct correlation between D.C. football fans embracing the defenders and their disdain for Dan Snyder slash the commanders, okay? Here's what I mean by that. It really hit me like a ton of bricks in the face as I'm sitting in the stands yesterday and a loud chant of thousands of people saying bleep Dan Snyder starts. I realize it as I'm overhearing conversations in the stadium or the anecdote I told you when I'm waiting to cross Uh at the light uh, from Nats Park over to to Audi Field yesterday. And these people are talking about going there and if I'm going to give money to a team, I'll give it to this team. Maybe it's an Audi Field thing because Audi Field does kick butt. Have you been over there? Uh-huh. I think Audi Field is a 10 out it's of 10. Awesome. It is a great venue. All the sight lines for football are great. It, it feels like you're at a high school game. You're kind of sitting right on top of the sidelines, not far from the field. So maybe it is about the stadium. Maybe it is that it's downtown and, and everyone can go to bars and then walk over. I just think that there's got to be something to hatred for Snyder. Mm-hmm. Checking out on the Commanders, and now this other thing, which everyone knows is not the same. If the Commanders played the Defenders, they'd be minus 31 at kickoff. You know what I'm saying? They'd they'd be uh, favored by seven touchdowns. That's not the point. People are just sinking their teeth in this other thing. Maybe because it's fun, but I think more than anything, it's like um, you and a chick are at odds, or you broke up, and you're going to see each other, and she's bringing someone that she knows you hate. I I really think there is like a, let's show the commanders Mm -hmm. by going to the defenders game and wearing our hoodie. There's something. And, and now I'm making generalizations here. So there's going to be exceptions. Okay. So bear with me. It seems like it's a young, younger crowd going to these games. Right. I think that's true. I'll bet you the average age in the end zones where they're doing the beer snake and party early thirties, probably maybe 30 right around. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm trying to transport myself back to that time. Now, I'm different. I'm making tens of dollars a year at that point, right, being a comic and, you know, starting on the radio or whatever. But most of my buddies, you're now the the middle manager consultant guy, right? You've got some disposable income, but it's not unlimited. You've got, you've got, a, you've got an entertainment choice. You're not going to get season tickets for all four major sports teams in town. You've got a limited amount that you're going to go do. And you go, I love football. This is fun. I'm going to choose this 
over this thing where, where I'm miserable. I can't go get hammered over it at, at FedEx Field. I, I'll never get out of there. You know, there's no designated driver. There's it's the metro's not really conducive for him. By the way, it costs you infinitely so much more money. Yeah, to and drink beer there. This is infinitely more fun, and it's a rebuke of not only Dan Snyder, but I think I think the Commanders' situation in general and their process for fans. They don't make it easy. It's not particularly fun to go over there for a lot of guys. I mean, for some, they're just addicted to it and it's in their blood, and they'll pay their season tickets and God bless you. But for I think this younger crowd, they're like. I'm going to Walters pregame, which is awesome. I'm walking. I'm walking over, walking over to the stadium, right? And Not, Ubering home. Yes, I, I want to easiest de- pie. Uh, Darius is going to dig on this. Audi Field beer price versus FedEx Field beer price, as well. Because to your point, tickets are way cheaper. Season tickets are nothing compared to what they would be. Now, if your goal is to go see NFL level football, you're not getting that. But I do think the quality of play is pretty good. I've seen now Josh Gordon catch a touchdown pass uh, at Audi Field. And in the other home game yesterday, Hakeem Butler took over. Remember the big Iowa State wide receiver who was like a fourth-round draft pick who fizzled out? I mean, there are yeah. names. There are NFL talent. There are players who will, will get to the NFL this coming season at Audi Field every time Washington plays. Let's go to Patrick, who's in Springfield. What's going on, Patrick? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. And, and Grant, I gotta I gotta echo everything that you're talking about being at the game. I was at the game with my wife on Sunday, just like you were with your kids. And man, the whole experience is night and day compared to FedEx. The last time I was at a game at FedEx was when Boise State kicked off against Virginia Tech. That's how long it's been. Mm. <laughs> and it, it, I mean, it is just night and day. And I think what what a lot of people are are experiencing at that place is. There's there's no stakes. The stakes aren't that high. You can just go and enjoy the product on the field, and the quality isn't great, like you said. But god dang, they're they're three and zero. They're winning. It's fun to be there. I had some papooses there. Good God Almighty, they were the <laughs> delicious, aren't they? I've ever had. Oh, oh, holy moly, man! I, w- I was in the end zone that started the uh, the bleep you Dan Snyder one. I mean, and it was awesome. I had a great time. I would definitely go back. That was the first game I've been to. You can count me as a fan. And I was a Redskins fan. In the 90s, I'm a Commanders fan So can now. I ask you a um, question, I- though? Like, my hypothesis is that there's a ton of buy-in immediately for this thing. That, and I'm not trying to disrespect the defenders at all. I'm all in, and I want sure. it to work. I, I love going to those games. But it means nothing really to anybody if you haven't been to a game yet. But my my right. guess is that some of this is – I mean, you you said you heard the chant, the, the bleep you Dan Snyder, a uh, bleep Dan Snyder <laughs> chant. I think a yeah. lot of this is – kind of a a way to show the commanders or show Dan Snyder, we don't like you. Do you get no, any of that? I, yo, absolutely. I think, I think the majority of those fans are disenfranchised commanders fans that are trying to show what D.C. football should be like, what it could be like. If only somebody would just figure it the heck out and make it happen, we could have this for a D.C. team every year in the fall. And I think you're absolutely right. I think that's exactly what you're saying. So that is a great point, mm. is this idea that maybe here's our chance to show the team what it could look like. Yeah. Here's our chance to send Jason Wright or whoever, you know, a message of, hey, if Dan's not here in this other multiverse, we could have something like this at a stadium in D.C. We can still do this in this city. Why do you guys think that the defenders – have gotten so much support so fast in D.C.? First of all, do, do you see it? And do you agree with that? 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067.
if you were at the game, and I know there are 16,000-plus people who were, many of them, I'm sure, are listening right now, what would you make of the environment? Do you agree that it is so different from FedEx Field? But is the growing fandom of the defenders related to the growing disdain for Dan Snyder? That's really the question on G&D here on 106.7 The Fan. Derek King to read the defensive end. Ready, ready. Take it King looking left, gets rid of it. Touchdown, Chris Blair. A four-yard touchdown pass from De'Aaron King. Wave it to the fans. The defenders scored over 30 points in a win. They're 3-0. Yesterday's win at Audi Field in front of 16,000-plus here in D.C. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fan. How does the support behind this team and the passion that's been shown in D.C. for this club in its infancy here relate to the Commanders? That's the question at hand at 800-636-1067. I think there's more to it than just to say, hey, people don't like Dan Snyder and they've been out on the way the Commanders are run. So they're going to throw their weight behind something else. It's certainly a factor. Audi Field deserves some credit, I think, as a venue. Yep. It's really, really cool. And it does help the environment. You got the the huge kind of very vertical college-like um, bleachers right behind the goalpost that kind of adds, I think, to the vibes in the stadium. Commander Prime, this is not Defender Prime. This no. Is Commander Prime. Commander Prime, yeah. On Twitter, says, Defenders are fresh, fun, and easy to pull for. No baggage, losing, horrible ownership. Decades of losing mixed with organizational incompetence. And I like the name as well. Do people care that they're winning? Like, yes. I, I, you think so? Yes, I do. Because I'm not sure when you go. Like, We don't know the players. Do we really care that they're winning? Now, if they're playing ugly, gross, bad football, they can't get snaps. They're not uh-huh. completing their deep passes. That's another thing. But if they were one and two right now, is that a difference? I think so. It, it it each each helps the other. It's no one thing here. This isn't that simple because you're. I think you said it very well. Yeah, no one likes Dan Snyder. Yeah, everyone's annoyed at the Commanders. Yeah, these are a bunch of young, uh, you know, professionals with disposable income that want to get hammered on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of different things that are involved in it, but I do think it helps that hey, this team in its two iterations. I know we're not supposed to talk about 2020 because this is a new league or whatever, but it's the same team name. Every time you go to the stadium, they win. That's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like that's it, it's going to be more fun when the home side wins, even if you can't name five players on the roster. Some of these tweets are fascinating to me. Uh, you can hit us up at Grant H. Paulson at Funny Danny. We'll get to the phones in just a second. I want to read a couple more really fast. Nick says, I am someone who's not a Commanders fan. I'm not from this area, but I've been living here for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. I finally have something that I can buy into and become a fan of locally that I haven't had with any of the other teams that I'm not a fan of. That is interesting. Because that's a D.C. thing. That's now, such a D.C. thing. You're, you've been here for a while. You work here, but you're you're not from here. You might have an NFL team and an NBA team or an NHL team. You don't have an XFL team, so you can just go over to Audi Field. So I've got the buddies that were parents of um, one of my son's friends from, from our old neighborhood who were all Philadelphia all the time, Philly everything. They go to Nats games probably 10 times a year. You know which games they go see? When the Phillies are in town, right? When the Sixers are in town, they're going to Capital One Arena, et cetera. 
they've since they've moved here, they've lived in the D.C. area for a long time, they've adopted a couple things. D.C. United being one. They, they're not a fan of the Philadelphia Union because these guys didn't grow up watching the Philadelphia Union play on TV. They didn't go to those games. They went to the vet. You know, they, they, they listened to Harry Callis slowly describe all the action for the different Philadelphia teams. They're in on the defenders. Aaron says, I doubt I'm alone on this. A huge part of my defenders fandom is a giant middle finger to Snyder and company. Aside from the football, everything about the experience is better. I am rooting hard for them to be the first football team to bring a title to D.C. That is, mm-hmm. it's, it's unfathomable. Let's go to the phones. 800-636-1067. Wills and Stafford on GND. What's up, Will? Hey, guys. Hey, uh, hey, Danny, congrats on another stand-up gig, man. My buddies and I saw Dustin Diamond at the Riverboat five years ago, and uh, we enjoyed it. You can catch a show and throw a fishing line out the window and catch fish at the same time. If one were so inclined, one could do that for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll just make two quick points, man. I think Audi Field, if you're uh, if you're running this thing back and you're in the startup league again as, as you are with D.C., you'd, you'd be thanking the gods that you got Audi Field as your home turf. I mean, compared to what Rod Woodson and his team played in in Vegas, it looked like uh, the stadium from Bull Durham, you know, with Crash Davis. It really did. That place was a dump. Yeah. And second, secondly, uh, I mean, there's a new condo going up in Navy Yard every three months. I mean, you guys work there. I work oh, yeah. there. There's so many – so many young people that go to Nats games, half of them don't even like baseball, but they're down there and they can go and have fun. And now those people can go just a few blocks away and catch this football team. And a location has a lot to do with it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoyed the game on TV. I wish they'd spend more money on field paint because on TV you can't see the goal line. But other than that, it's been really fun. Yeah, I thought that was problematic yesterday watching back. I don't think that has always been the case. I could be wrong. But the – Night before, and I could be wrong, so someone mm-hmm. could check me on this on Twitter, but I saw that D.C. United played on Saturday. I want to say it was their home opener, and they had 20,000 people there, supposedly, for their attendance, and that was 24 hours earlier, I guess, or, or less. So mm-hmm. it might just be that there wasn't enough time. or the To, paint to keep relayering exactly. the paint or something. Who knows? I'm not really sure the specifics, but you're right. They could iron that out. There's definitely some things. That they can fix. But to his point about, like, again, I keep hammering this, the young urban professional. I know there's exceptions. I know people are coming from points all beyond. But I will tell you this anecdotally, out by me, nobody's heard of it. No one has any idea what I'm talking about. We're going, I'm going, I'm taking some guys to Wizards games coming up, some, you know, fathers and kids and, you know, a couple other things that Nats they know about. It's not really something that's on their radar just yet. Now, will it grow to that? I, hopefully it does, honestly, because it seems fun. But I think right now, this, I think this neighborhood has a ton to do with it. I think the accessibility has a ton to do with it. How much fun it seems to be. Like, what everyone's talking about, I'm not sure that I want to bring my four-year-old to hear a bleep Dan Snyder chant and have beer, snakes, and vodka drinks and different stuff. That doesn't really sound like that. But I think as it grows and grows and grows into this kind of fun atmosphere, you can kind of make room for everybody. Yeah, there's a lot of kids there. And it's weird to explain, but I would say, well, I would tell you don't take your kids into the end zone where the bleachers are. The bleacher creatures it, it are It almost feels like, to me, like college student sections almost. Like in either end mm-hmm. zone, it's pretty wild. If you are on the side of the field behind the teams, it's not that way at all. That's kind of been my experience. Gotcha. So I, I think both are happening kind of in harmony. Now, my kids are really young, so when someone's saying bleep Dan Snyder, they don't know what anything is. Also, I don't think if you didn't like know, like your kids wouldn't have picked up on what they were saying. They would just hear 
wow, everyone's yelling and there's noise. I think my nine-year-old I mean? would have and it would have like thought it was really funny and turned to me and like Very said possible. it and repeated it. But yeah, your point's taken. Uh, Brett on Twitter says, I watch the defenders on TV. The crowd, the ability to hear the calls, the team winning have made me an instant fan. I like the commanders, but please believe I will be at Audi Field cheering them on before I'm at FedEx Field going to see the commanders. I get it because I'm there and I see that this is real. Yep. I can only imagine, though, if you haven't watched any of the games or you haven't been there, you're going, these people are nuts. It's the NFL versus the XFL. But it's it's not that we're, simple. And, but, but it's also we're not comparing. Nobody's telling you right. this but, is but, the but NFL. But I'm saying we've got multiple people who are saying, I'll go to a Defenders game before Commanders. Or one guy said, I, I'm a Commanders fan and I'd rather the Defenders win a title first. Like yep. Those are crazy comments. You know what I mean? Those, yeah, those are, totally. But, but, and I'm not running anyone under the bus. I'm just saying there is something really unique at play here, which we're trying to kind of dive into. Totally. This is a, like, a beaten down fan base. Yes. This is a collection of people who feel like they've been wronged personally for a long, long time. And specifically, the ownership here in Washington, Dan Snyder and company, if you will, like there is a vitriol. We know yes. this. We hear it all the time. Yes. That has led to, oh, I have another option and, and it can feel like I'm sticking it to him. Sure. I'll do that. My entertainment dollar was much better spent there. Let's go to Brett in Warrington on Grant and Danny. Hey, Brett. Hey, what's up, Grant? What's up, Danny? Hey, Brett. I'm caller here. Oh, cool. Thank Hit you. Hit that parade! Hit that parade! Hit that parade! Jim Zorn, welcome you into the flock. Uh, I just wanted to talk about the atmosphere. So I've been to all the D.C. sports games, and this is probably the best I've ever had in any sports game, even high school, college. Uh, just everyone seemed like one big team talking together and I've even gone to the playoffs game after the Caps won the Stanley Cup and it it was way better than that. Wow. How old are you? I am 19. Okay. And so you weren't even I get I mean I don't think you were drinking at the game probably, right? But you were w- with buddies or with family? Who were you with? I was with my family. Okay. And you like what made it so fun? It just everyone all together celebrating a touchdown, and, you know, it's not like you're at a commander's game and then Dallas scores and the place erupts. It's everyone's cheering for the Washington team. That, you know what? Oh, man. That is true. That. There, there, I will say this. I saw some people in, like, very few, but I would say I, I saw, you know, over the course of the day, like 15 people that were wearing a St. Louis Blues jersey or, like, a sweatshirt for the Blues. Uh-huh. And they're obviously playing the St. Louis Battlehawks, so I could only imagine – like, after they had a big play, I saw a guy, like, a couple sections over, stand up and clap. I'm like, I'm sure you're a lifetime really, mark of the Battle Hawks guy. Having said that, he's on to something. That is such a good point. Like, Darius hit a home run when he said the stakes are low. And so if they lose or or I'm, I come and, and I don't, you know, I don't see them have a great game, like, who really cares? I do think that's a thing. Where you're just like, I'll just cheer and have some fun, and it's low stakes. It's not like my mood is affected for the rest of the week like mm-hmm. it would be for the Commanders. But that might even be a bigger point, which is I'm just, like, dapping up strangers. Everyone's marking out. Like, it, it is funny to see after a big stop how people are going nuts for this linebacker making a tackle they've never heard of. But that's a real thing. Like, everyone's just going ham sandwich. The first play of the game yesterday was a run by the Battlehawks downhill up the middle. It was a just a gut run. It was you've seen it a million times, right? Shotgun. AJ McCarron claps his hands, hands the ball off, two yards up the middle with a tackle. The place went nuts. I mean, it's it's just it's it's fun. But 
the biggest point that he made that we stumbled onto, I love it here. I'm a DC guy. I'm, I'm from this area. I love living here. We are infested with people from elsewhere. It's just part of it. And those people, when their team's in town, are going to watch the Mets games, the Philly games, the Cowboy games, et cetera. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's my number one. It's the number one thing. I hate FedEx Field so much I haven't been in, in, in forever, let alone in the, the, the era of disrepair that it's fallen into. But my the, the reason I stopped going forever, pre my, you know, then it's, I mean, still hated Snyder, but not to this degree. I went to a Redskins-Cowboys game, and it was only Cowboys fans in my section. I got screamed at the entire time. Okay, but here's and what I was so were... miserable. I go, I'm never going again. But, but let me double. I'm going to go further on this. Yeah, my bartender today, right, or not, you know, just in general, if I go over to a, a local restaurant or Walters or whatever, yeah, is going to be a kid who's from somewhere else. Or there's a dude that works there. I know I always talk Phillies with. He's a big Phillies fan. Uh-huh. Like that guy goes to Nats Park wearing Phillies gear. Yes. Not only would would you say he's not going to go wear Phillies gear at Audi Field for the defenders. I'll bet you he's going to wear defenders gear. Yes, this like, is the point. The people that are annoying you at the other games because they're cheering for the other thing, they're actually cheering. They live in D.C., and this is their D.C. team. There are no Mets fans at this thing. There are no Braves fans. There are no Phillies fans. That is something, and and that is a rare gift here. We don't get it with any other team. 800-636-1067. I want to hear from you guys if you were there. Uh, do you think there is a link between the support for the defenders and some of the disdain for Dan Snyder and the commanders? And how about this angle as well? And, Danny, I, I want to pose this for you as soon as we come back before we hit the double play. What can the commanders learn from the defenders' fan experience? Like, If we're really saying this is such a success story and people yeah. love it and it's fun and they're going, well, then if you're Jason Wright, you should be sending 20 people over there Sunday night at 7 p.m. this week. Notepads, camcorders, yeah. tape recorders, the whole nine yards. Get out your steno pad. Like, let, let's do some scouting here. What can be learned? We're G&D. I looked up, by the way, just because I was curious over at Audi Field. I'm pretty sure D.C. United, on average, last year drew over 16,000 fans per game which is stunningly high but really impressive. And they had, from what I could see, 20,000 at home this weekend. The the folks that are in are in. Yeah. And they don't understand, by the way. Just, I, we, I catch this every now and again. Like, how come you guys don't talk about it? And I'm going, well, I think everybody that's in is there. You know, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's sort of like, you know, we don't, we don't do a ton of MLS uh, on, on the show. And it's like that kind of phenomenon that's I'm always impressed whenever I see kind of the devotion and the excitement uh, around it even though they haven't been good in some time and I would even say you'll notice like we're not breaking down the defenders passing game right now right we're not talking about you know are they using Jordan Tiamu too much or should it be more Derek King and you know are they waiting until too long in the game to go to their run heavy looks with Derek King I don't know that we're at that level or we, we could just do that in DC yet and then talk about you know, a breakdown of Greg Williams's blitz packages and his defense like we would Jack Del Rio. Um, but this is more, I think, a larger conversation of, of this city's fandom and why this thing is working so well, just in terms of attendance and passion and energy. Mm-hmm. If you look at the metrics that are available to us, social media, defenders number one in the XFL. Attendance, I think they'll probably end up second to St. Louis, if I had to guess, because they packed the Edward Jones Dome where the yeah, They're getting, what, play. like 50 um, per game almost? Nuts, dude. Yeah. Like, that. that is egregious. Uh, that, that sounds like a negative word. I don't even mean it that way. It's, it's just crazy. It's it's amazing. Um, but what should the commanders take out of it before we hit the phones? Like, 
if Jason Wright and his crew are paying attention uh, to this fan experience, I don't know how much you can take away because you got an awesome stadium in Audi Field, a really mm-hmm. bad one in FedEx. You got in the city, walkable, Uber, bars everywhere. That's and, for your future stadium. Those are the notes right there. <laughs> right, but, which they probably already know. But can they steal anything? It, it's hard to do, but you make it known. You, you shoot the flare gun up in the air, the thing that I've been begging for for years. We are going to limit the opposing fans. We're going to do everything we possibly can to make sure that when the other team does something good, somebody's not standing up and yelling in your face. There's only so much you can do, but try. Let's go to Jay in Rockville. What's going on? How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, Jay? Quick headed note, guys. Quick headed note. I'm sitting here in Rockville, Maryland, uh, picking my daughter up, and I'm watching two middle school boys come out in defender's gear. I think that says everything there is to say. Yes, it does. About that. Um, but my comment really is I really think it's more of a D.C. United fan base. Myself, all my friends that go to D.C. United, season tickets, support the MLS, they are all over XFL. It's not really any of the really? people that I know. So there's a big yeah, it's crossover? It's not really anyone. Yeah, I don't know a single Commanders fan, singles Commander fan at work or in my neighborhood that has gone to an XFL game that I know of yet. Well, so I, I see the gear. Now, it's not as much as I would expect, but I, I do see, you know, I, I, I'm i going to just guess a number, but, you know, you see 50 people, 100 people yesterday walking around in burgundy and gold uh-huh. at that game. It is way less than I anticipated. I would think everyone there is in burgundy and gold. But to his point, it's not quite on that level. Now, I can't speak to the D.C. United fan base and kind of the carryover. Here's what I do know. It is soccer-like in the cheering uh-huh. and the chanting and the occasional singing and the I don't know what you're supposed to call the uh, like the, the noise making you mm-hmm. know what I mean there's a lot of that there there are soccer vibes for sure there was a, a huge with about a minute and a half left a huge crowd wide sing along to na 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 because the battle hawks were about to lose the game you uh-huh. know and just serenading them to tell them get back to St. Louis that sing song and you don't you don't see that in the NFL. No, you that, don't. That kind of stuff is more of a soccer high school basketball game, college yeah. basketball game. But it is fun. Premier League, yeah. Dennis Woodbridge, you're up. Hey, what's up, Grant? I met you back in like, like January before week 18 at a restaurant. Oh, okay, that's what's I don't up. Know if you remember that? Yeah. So uh, anyway, so what uh, restaurant? Where are we dining? Glory days. Glory days. Let's go. Yeah. My, as my yeah. daughter calls How you doing, it, Danny? girly sorry. day. She no, goes. Can we go to Girly Days? Todd Girly Days. She says, "Can we get a shark attack?" Which is a you know they they put like a, basically they give you a shark okay. with the grenadine in it, and you pour it into the like the the carbonated soda water. Oh, it's delicious! And it turns into like a Shirley Temple. Yeah, but, yeah. But you actually get the blood in the shark that you pour into the cup. <laughs> anyway, what's up, Dennis? Yeah. Um. So I'm a season ticket holder for the Commanders, also the DC Defenders, and I mean I love them both, but. The DC Defenders games, it's just the atmosphere is awesome. If you're just a casual, you just need something to do, you just go into the stadium, you're going to get in because the crowd is so electric and everyone's rooting for the same team and just everyone's having a good time. You don't have any like negative people walking out of there not happy. I mean, everyone's just, it's a party atmosphere. It's, it's true. It's a place to be it's on a ha- Sunday. It's happy. Yeah. Dennis, that's a good word. It's like, happy. It, it is. E- even. You know, I haven't seen, I'm sure there's there's jerks in every crowd, right? 
But yesterday, a couple guys were getting escorted out who I think had thrown something or threw one of the lemons. They were trying to run the bit back from a week ago. Mm-hmm. Week late on that, and they were escorting them out. But they were, like, waving, and everyone's cheering. Like, it's just yeah. a, a very happy group of people. Walter in D.C., what's up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Thank you for taking my call. Got it, bud. Now, we can't blame Schneider for the stadium because we know he didn't build it. But mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you one thing that he did that kind of eliminated a lot of your blue-collar D.C. fans. Because like you said earlier, uh, Danny, this is a transient city, and most people move here to work to make federal government money, right? Mm-hmm. You used to be able to take the metro yep. to the stadium. Then you could take a shuttle for like 20 bucks right up to the stadium, right? And it made the experience so much easier and simpler. It's like they started doing things like that to ruin the experience. Then the food got more expensive, and it's garbage food. I mean, the food there is horrible. And I could afford to go. I could afford the parking. I'm just not going to go out of spite. And I, my wife and I attend NFL games every year. It's rare we go to Commanders uh, games just because the experience is awful. Outside of the winning and losing. Yeah, you're not, you're not alone, dude. I, I mean, I, I remember. Again, I, I always point to this one. My last straw was that Dallas game that I went to. And I go, I paid for this. I cannot believe I paid for this experience through the nose for parking, through the nose for some, uh, you know, freezing cold in the middle, charred on the outside, chicken tenders. To be so unhappy. To be screamed at but, unhappy. But, Danny, I don't think you could possibly be that unhappy here, if, no matter what happened at yeah. the Defenders game. Because everyone's on the same page. I, I think we, we stumbled on but, something But even there. if they lost 50 to nothing, you're like, oh, that's embarrassing. And then you go home and right. you don't think about it anymore. And that's that's not it's counterintuitive for me is, is, to, is when, when Darius said the stakes are low, I kind of go, well, that means I'm not in. But I guess the point is it's just a happy-go-lucky party atmosphere. And if they lost, as you said, 50 to nothing, it's, yeah, a bunch of D.C. Defenders fans saw that. And, that, and it's not a big deal. It helps, by the way, that their defense is really good. It's good, yeah. And they're 3-0. and Let's go to Rob in Leesburg. Hey, Rob. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Dude. Big thing I'm finding, I got two teenage sons. So they're a junior and senior in high school. And all their buddies come over to watch the NFL. They're all rooting for different teams. They're all excited to root for the same team. So every weekend now, every time that game is, they're all coming over to the house. We're getting a bunch of food. And they're yelling and screaming for the team. So it's really cool to see them all rooting for the same team. Oh, that's really cool. Local Again, that goes back yeah, to what right? the guy was saying. Like the local element of these fans – that like, you know, Vikings, Jets, whoever, wherever they're from, will come over, we'll watch on TV, and now we're all Defenders fans. Drew, Columbia, what's good? Oh, you guys are killing me today. I, I love the show, and I wanted to go to the Defenders game yesterday, and my wife and daughter were like, we don't want to go. We're commander season ticket holders, and they're like, we're so sick. It's not going to be good. And now I'm listening, and I'm seeing here, you know, everyone had such a great time. It's like, Damn it, the Commanders not only ruined the Commanders games for me, <laughs> but they kept me from going to the Defenders games. Yeah. But I'm ready to go. So I appreciate you uh, you uh, giving the reviews of yesterday. Can't wait to go see a fun football game in this area. Appreciate you, buddy. That's funny. He's like, yeah, I couldn't even go because I couldn't even talk my wife into it. That's so <laughs> funny. The last time we went to a football game, it was so bad. Uh, 425 on G&D. Let's talk about the possibility of a new owner. With the commanders. And I just can't believe the amount of gripes people have about, well, if it's this owner, then it could be bad because of this. And if it's that owner, then what happens if he's not Dan Snyder? That's all anyone should be caring about. That's not necessarily how people are talking about the sale. Beltway Blitz comes your way next. Teams in town you care the most about in one segment on Grant and Danny. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.